0: Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Although in my book, Single on Purpose, I say that you have to uh, find yourself first. I say that because... I think that process has to get started. So, when you find someone that you want to invest in, that ball's already rolling. You have already laid some kind of track, right? And I think that's really important. But the idea that you can't be with someone until you find yourself is not true. That is a misconception. And I think we all uh we all say it, you know, we all cheerlead the message that you can't be with someone else until you find yourself first. And then when you find yourself, then you start to love someone else. And I'll tell you why it's not true, because we actually find ourselves through other people. Um, we can start the process. And I talk a lot about this in the book and, and, and what I did um, during my four years of being single post-divorce. I started the process meaning I you know I got involved in my own uh creating my own program discovering who I am so that process has to get started first because when you date someone a lot of that it goes out the window like it doesn't become a priority anymore you know and this is why when we're single we get very busy building our shit and working on our bodies and you know going to therapy and reading books and all that now, if you are in a relationship, usually it's, <laughs> it slowly goes out the window. Usually, it fades, and I get it. You know, we get busy. Uh, we just want to be with our partners. We, you know, going out to doing things, activities, and then um, this idea of working on ourselves it kind of goes by the wayside, right? And so, yes, you do have to find yourself first, in the sense that you got to start the process of your own self-discovery. You gotta start the process. So so you have momentum. So you're already moving toward you. And so then when you meet someone and if, you, and if there's two people doing this, uh, then you're setting yourself up for success, right? Now, let's go back to the misconception because this is what this episode's about. The misconception is you can't date someone until you have found yourself first. Uh, There is no such thing as finding yourself, meaning it's an ongoing journey for the rest of your life. There's no end to it, you know, and that's, I think what I don't like about that is like you go on the self-discovery journey, you find yourself like you are a buried treasure and then it's done. And now you can go find love. Uh, that's not how it works. We are evolving, growing creatures. We will be discovering and finding ourselves forever until we die. Now, we find ourselves like the ne- think about it, like if this is a video game. The first level is you starting the process. The next level would be um, you finding yourself through other people. Because what happens is in the relationship, in any relationship, as long as that relationship is healthy, and this is why it's so important that, you're, that you pick a partner where the dynamic is healthy and not tracing old unhealthy patterns, um, as long as that relationship is, is healthy, it's not toxic, it's not abusive, um, the relationship becomes a mirror. And when you're in your twenties, this may not sound valuable to you. When you're in your twenties, maybe all you want is uh, amazing sex and the dopamine shot into your brain um, because of the approval and validation you're getting from someone else. And in your twenties, maybe you just want to lose yourself in someone else because that feels good. And of course, that's okay. Uh, I I kind of believe that that's what our twenties are about. You know, to experience some of that. So. When we get to our 30s, um, we know what we don't want, right? We can compare what we had to what we want, and that difference is proof of our uh, evolution and growth. So I think our 20s, you know, are are, it's okay to be like that in our 20s. And I say this because I think a lot of times we look back and we're very hard on ourselves uh, because we made wrong choices or because we were, you know – just doing dumb shit. (laughs) Our 20s are all about doing dumb shit and exploring. But when we get to uh, our 30s, and even even more, maybe 40s, we start to move the chips of our relationship, right? Like if you're sitting at a table, you're starting to bet on different things. And you now place value on the relationship being a mirror meaning the relationship is going to be how you find yourself how you grow the relationship is going to be a catalyst to your evolution the reason why we grow grow through other people and and by the way it's interesting because uh i I believe that um the universe or god or, or whoever created humans um we 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 uh uh they used love as the anchor. <laughs> they used love that, as the dangling carrot. Because I think if, if it wasn't love, I don't think we would look into the mirror or look at ourselves. Because who wants to do that? You know, Who wants to take ownership? Who wants to look at their shortcomings and, and work on things? That's, it's, it's hard work, right? So the relationship causes us to um, hold up the mirror. Assuming the relationship is healthy. If the relationship is not healthy, it's going to hold up other things like middle fingers and, and uh, um, character assassination and all sorts of uh, you know crazy. But uh, if the relationship is healthy, it holds up a mirror. It gets both people in the relationship to examine themselves through the conflict of the relationship. So, for a relationship to be healthy, you have to have some. Kind of self awareness and have to be fighting in a healthy way. That space has to be healthy and safe. So um, it's not about how many times you fight, it's about how you fight. And if you're fighting in a healthy and safe way, then um, oh, fuck, the parrots are getting bad. You know, I opened my garage because it feels so good. And I, I like talking while I'm looking out into the sky. And I cross my fingers hoping it's not going to get too loud and parrots aren't going to go too crazy. And, of course, um, in the middle of my episodes, they just go apeshit. Now, I can close my garage, and I guess I should. Um, But then it's like my experience is not good because I'm staring at a white wall. And uh, not to be selfish, but what happens is then the – what comes out of me is bad you know like then it affects you because i'm not hitting um a, a certain kind of flow state i'm not being creative i'm not making sense i'm staring at a white wall and uh the sound might be might be better but i uh my uh what i'm saying may not and so i don't want to risk that so i open the garage get myself into a state where i'm just like my honest self having coffee with you. You're sitting right next to me, um, but in exchange, uh, we are not at Starbucks. We are uh, in the Amazon <laughs> because there are there are uh, toucans and parrots and all sorts of wild uh, wildlife here. You know what? Just pretend like that's where I'm doing my podcast from. Maybe for this episode that um, I'm in the uh, I'm in Costa Rica and there's monkeys and there are parrots and there's all sorts of wild animals in the background. So maybe um, we can label that as exotic instead of annoying. If your relationship is healthy, it causes you to hold up a mirror, assuming that you want to work on this relationship. And the way that you look at the mirror is you examine how you are, how you think. Uh, you You kind of pull yourself out of self and you review... Not take things personally, but you you study yourself, you know, you study how you work. You also study your partner and understand your partner and his or her story and how they work, right? And so there's a lot of like studying happening and you can't be studying if you're just angry and resentful, right? So um, there has to be compassion, there has to be understanding, there has to be uh, resentment that is resolved, and this only happens if the fighting is actually not fighting. So if you're fighting without fighting, meaning if the space is safe and people are communicating and being vulnerable and not pointing fingers, and especially taking ownership. And it's through this process of taking ownership that, uh, that we grow. Because it's not just looking into the mirror and saying, oh, I realize dude, I do this wrong, or I realize that uh, here, here's a shortcoming here, or I'm, you know, fast to anger, or I'm whatever. Uh, it's not just studying it; that's that's half. The other half is then what are you going to do about it? Now, when you're not in a relationship, that doesn't usually come up. I mean, I guess it, it could come up with friendships and with family, uh, but it's not as powerful because it's our intimate love relationship. That I think gives us the most motivation. Assuming that uh, you know it's it's valuable to us, but it gives us the most motivation. It has the most leverage when it comes to okay. Let me look at myself because I don't want to lose you or this, and let me um, review me, my story, my wiring, and then through this journey this is how we we revolve and this is how we find ourselves because finding ourselves isn't just about what you like or your non-negotiables you know i mean of course all of that is part of self-discovery who you are today what you want to build you know all, all of that sure but finding yourself is also about um who you were and why you are the way you are now because of where you've been, or because of what you've been through, you know, um, our, our attachments to things are connecting dots of our story, because how we were raised, and that's why we are anxious, or avoidant or whatever, right. So um, finding yourself is self discovery and understanding, not only you, but also your partner. And with all of that information, both of you taking ownership from that learning and by ownership i mean taking action breaking patterns um whatever that prescription is right it may be uh practicing self-compassion it may be working on addictions or whatever and then when you have two people doing that when you have two pistons pumping like that the engine moves forward there's now something that you have built with your partner that is greater than its parts And this relationship, this safe container is not only a giant mirror, but it's kind of an incubator. And it's going to grow both of you. And it's going to allow you to find yourself through the relationship. And it's gonna allow your partner to find him or herself through the relationship. And this is the miracle of love. And this is what becomes more valuable and attractive to us as we get older? So ask yourself, well, let me let me if you're single, um, I hope you're on this path because you should start laying tracks and getting into the practice of self-discovery. If you're in a relationship, know that the conflict in the relationship, is there for a reason and if you're running away from it you're going to get nothing out of it and you're not going to build anything greater greater than than you um, if you're running toward it meaning taking the conflict using it as a mirror to look itself then uh, you are building something bigger than you so that is your responsibility in the relationship and that is also how you find yourself you else. thank you for listening Hey, if you have a passion for helping others and you want to create a more meaningful career or add to your current skill set, it's time to become a life coach with Lumia. When I became a life coach many years ago, there wasn't anything like this. So I developed this program alongside with Noel Cordo. Lumia Coach Training